On today's episode of the Built by Bloodline podcast, we are going over pet peeves of a CrossFit gym owner and a CrossFit coach. Let's go. From a basement in Georgia is real when you don't got a force of shit. Got a Florida chick, and of course she is. Haitian, we taking a Porsche for a spin. Blast off head, got me orbiting. Rewards gonna keep pouring. Rap is hardly gold. I feed my dreams and I starve these hoes. I ain't sorry though. This rap is hardly gold. I feed my dreams and I starve these hoes. I ain't sorry though. Incredible. Hey, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, because that's where we get the best audio of the music. They don't care about our music. Spotify does. Spotify. Joe, Good morning, everybody. Joe Rogan. Good morning. Hey, special happy birthday to my sissy, Raina Okab, soon to be Dalek. Um, um, just excited <laughs> for the start of this podcast. Hey, if you heard the title... And you're like, oh, let's see what these assholes have to say. Hey, that's totally fair. I'm interested to see, but we're get, Jake and I are going to get into this little, uh, almost like a draft. Like we're going to be looking for some value picks here of what pet peeves have we gone through as CrossFit coaches, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. everything like that. Don't get offended. I've done things that I'm about to say back when I was just going to a CrossFit gym, wasn't even coaching yet. I've done things as a coach, done things as an intern. Even as a gym owner, I've done things that I don't agree with. So nobody get offended. We're just going to have some fun with this and just talk it through. I think I think everybody in the world who knows Jake um, probably knows what his number one overall pick is going to be. What, do you want to happen right in? Do you want to lead off? So and, I guess I guess my thought in going through go that, ahead, the yeah, whole pet peeves of a CrossFit gym owner slash coach is I don't want it to be like a complain fest. I'd like to also offer like uh, counsel for how to think instead of the behavior that we've identified as a pet peeve. You know what I'm saying? So I, love that. I guess I kind of categorize them under buckets. Um, buckets? Under buckets. Now, the first pet peeve that I think everyone knows um, that I would say as a CrossFit gym owner and coach is uh, related to equipment. Ooh. And respecting the equipment. And that means not dropping, slamming the dumbbells. I remember one open when we, fir- the open, CrossFit open when we first opened back in like whenever it was, 26, like the year later, 2017, we had an athlete do a dumbbell snatch, literally throw, not joking, throw the dumbbell down on the mat and it bounced all over the place, flipped all over the place and ended up bending. And that dumbbell I had to use as an example for the rest of the following seven years to just showcase, hey, this is why we do not drop the dumbbells. And not only is it dangerous, but also it ruins the equipment. And I think that goes in the effect of, you know, we literally talk in Henri about not dropping the bars. That means not ripping plates off of your bar when you're stripping it so that the bar slams the ground. That is bad for the barbell, okay? That is bad for the barbell. Not, you know, not slamming kettlebells, wiping down your gear, spraying off the floor. Like, these are things that... And when I look at this stuff, you might say, well, just just buy a new one. Or who cares? It's not mine. Like, here's, here's what you got to understand. When we talk about not dropping gear and respecting equipment, you have to understand that there are other people who rely on it for their training too and to get results as well. So it's a selfish action to basically not respect the gear from an individual because it affects the other people that need to use it in classes months, years later. So I get, 
I get pretty hot about this topic because <laughs> I just I just think it's really selfish, dude. Oh, and man. I think it offends the people. Like, and I'm just sorry. Like, for those who don't know, you know, me and Zach started this gym with nothing. We emptied our little savings account and started with zero. Started at zero. Started with nothing. Came down knowing no one. So when we have geared, that's like, hey, that was like my, that was like my birthday money when I was 17, dude. That was like my communion money when I was 12 or whenever. Like, like, please, like just as a favor to us, respect the gear and respect the equipment so that it can last for the other people that want to get fit too. And I love how you were like, yeah, we're, we're just, you know, this is teaching lessons. Sorry, this first like, one just gets me really selfishness. hot. Selfishness. It this really gets so me selfish. hot, and I really do. It just it pisses me off. Sorry. Whoa. It pisses me off, Jeez. and I just like... It's Raina's birthday, dude. Relax. Even yeah. little things, like I was... I Like, even little things, like you go by the dumbbell dumbbells today, and like, like why would... You know, the wall balls, like, throwing the wall balls when you're done just in the pile. Throwing the dumbbell <laughs> in the pile. Dude, just... I don't know. It's consideration, I guess, and I'm sure that that goes into a deeper subject that we'll talk about, but... You know, your gym is like kind of your second house. And would you throw shit around at your house? Wow. I don't think so. And I want you to treat it like your second house. Like we don't, like this is what our grandfather used to say. I don't come to your house and jump on the couch. Why would you come to my house and jump on the couch? And it's a crass way of saying like. And Jake would always say, fuck you. And then yeah. keep jumping on the couch. I was like, Jake, Absolutely down, not. Dude. He would get out his razor. He was like seven years strap. old. And just show us the names of the children written on the strap, <laughs> our cousins who got it, our parents who got it. And um, no, but it's like, you know, we would never go to your house and disrespect any of your belongings. So please, you know, at the same time, don't come to your second house, our house, and do the same. Um, and is that is that enough? Is that I just Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna jump in if you don't mind. Please. I um, think I talk too I, much. I like I like what you said. I love the content for five minutes that you just gave there. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. I think the big thing for me is, yeah, I think you just got to respect it and understand that, dude, this shit's expensive, man. If you want to Google what these prices are, like, like why are these guys so OCD about their dumbbells? I just don't get it. I just don't. Go look what a dumbbell costs. Go look what a barbell costs. Go look what weights cost in general, and you guys will start understanding it. Um, for me, it's just, yeah, integrity with equipment is huge, and we appreciate you guys that really do take care of the equipment, and and put it away, but on the point of that too, like another one was like, hey, if there's chalk all over the ground, um, and this will lead to one of my pet peeves coming in as well a little bit later. And let me get one more before we, before we move on to the next one. Okay, cool. I haven't even said one pet peeve yet, so. But I want to just finish this one. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I think just take care of the equipment. If there's chalk on a bar, make sure you clean the chalk, dude. It's just like, hey, just normal human decency is appreciated, of course. And like when I get fired up, it's, it's not the majority, it's one percent that you see kind of not exhibiting integrity with equipment that fires you up most of you know every one of our athletes here almost everyone does a really good job and i great really job. appreciate it a when, really great job I'd when say. when our athletes um almost call people out for not doing that or spend yeah. an extra second to you know arrange things nicely that they don't have to spend that extra second absolutely and i'm i'm very grateful for those folks who do do that and the last thing i'll mention on the equipment thing is is it's a safety thing too. Like if you throw your dumbbell down, like that's that sucker could bounce and hit someone in the ankle and they break their ankle, dude. And, you know, or whatever. So I just, Zach's giving me the roller eyes. He wants to move on to the next pet peeve. I'll let him run. 
It's obviously, seven, obviously that's a big seven one. minutes and 56, 57. If, if, you're, Jesus. if you're, if you're looking at, if oh you're like, gosh. listen to this and you're like, wow, hmm, that must that be an important his one. Equipment. That must be an important one. That guy likes his equipment, huh? All right. Here's, here's my, um, probably my number one pet peeve I'd say is just when people don't hold movement standards after you go over it with them and they go, yeah, uh-huh. And then when you walk away, they're not touching their knee to the floor like yesterday on lunges. They're not locking out their elbows on name a movement. They're not getting their chin over bar on a pull-up, toes to a bar, chest to a bar on gymnastics movements, things like that. Um, I think just holding standards is such a vital part to your success because if you're kind of trying to short the reps or or almost – and like cheating reps I'm not even getting to, um, but like hold your standards, man, like on your movement standards – I think that's one thing Jake and I can really attest to. We might not be the best CrossFitters in the world. Jake's obviously very, very good. But the one thing we always try and do is hold standards. Like I never want to be the guy who takes like a shortcut to try and get a victory or try and do this to, you know, beat somebody by 10 seconds because of this or that or any of that shit. I'm just, I want everybody to just move well, not only from a coaching perspective, but if I'm competing against you, I'm going to continue to move well, even if you're not standing your shit up, if you're not locking out your elbows, like I said, any of those examples. Um, I'm, I'm just going to keep doing my thing and hope that my fitness level is enough to beat you. But if you're showing your reps and you feel good about that victory, then then it is what it is. And I'm just going to be excited when we get a competition of, of judges involved and everything like that. But I'd say one of my pet peeves is making sure that you hold standards, mm. making sure, especially when your coach comes up to you and said, hey, you're not touching your chest to the ground on your push-ups. Yeah. And then the person like mumbles something under their breath. And I say, are you okay? What's wrong? What did you just say? I didn't hear you. And they're like, nothing. And like shrugging their shoulders, like nodding their head like a bobblehead. Like nothing. Okay, cool. Touch your chest to the floor. All right. That's enough. Sorry. Now I'm getting fired up. Look at this. Interesting. Wow, that so took let, let wow, me, that took ninety seconds. Good job, be, Zach. Let me be the calm voice. Good here. job, Zach. So, um, the council because I got too hot in that last topic. Did you? The council here is, you know, listen to coaches' feedback. That's why we're here. That's why you pay us. And sometimes folks say, "I am, I am locking on my elbows. I am, I am getting my chin over the bar." When a coach says, "Get your chin over the bar, touch it." It's because you're not doing it. They're not lying. There is no incentive to lie. Right? And that's why I started saying what I say. Like, what do I have to gain by you thinking I'm lying? Like, I'm not lying to you. Only thing I have to gain is better performance output. And, dude, like, the thing is, like, dude, appreciate the fact that, that your coach is in the game with you. Because, you know, we've seen when we've visited and heard stories elsewhere that some coaches are on their phone or drinking coffee or, you know, just shooting just, the shit with each other. Not even like just doing other stuff when people are training. Like, I think we pride ourselves and we are in the battle with you. And I can, I can speak from the experience from the sense of like in the, you know, year and a half, two years that I've been doing some, some jujitsu MMA stuff. Like, dude, I love, I love coach feedback. You do jujitsu. I love coach feedback. I, I love it when you get attention and when you get coaching. And, like, that's what, that's what this game is all about. Like, can I improve myself? And I think that, you know, your coach is there to help you and they want you to be successful. And we absolutely want you to be the most successful person that you can be in your training. So, you know, respond and fix what 
is being asked to fix so that you can become the best that you can be. Great job. Back to you. What's your number two pet peeve? This one has bothered me a little more lately. Oh, boy. And um, We're at 12 minutes, 12.05 on the clock. I, I don't know where this falls under the bucket. Like My equipment thing was like respect, right? I don't. I think this might be more of like an etiquette thing. Um, this would be showing up late. Ooh. And when I say late, like I mean like someone walks in. You know, we're starting the. You, you know, we're just beginning the warm. Roger. You know, I get it. Yeah, Traffic that's, work. That's not et terrible. But you know, folks who come in, particularly like ten minutes, fifteen minutes late. We're briefing. They're coming in. You know, we're just starting to break for our gear and getting ready to start. Um, when, when it's that late, it kind of bothers me and it bothers me because I think again, it relates to like respect, respect. Absolutely. Um, you know, you have to make sure that you show on time. Like when we train me and Zach, we train, I, I never want to be late, dude. I, I never want to be late for training. There are things in my life that I'm late for church. Certain, certain activities, right? And I feel, I, I try my yeah, you best. You don't have to name them, it's all but, good. <laughs> et cetera and so on. Training is one thing where I'm like, I, I gotta get here, I gotta get here. And it's time. not even that you're a gym owner though, right? Would no, you say? It's, it's just, just like, this is important to me. Yeah. This is important to me and this is important. We Quick, have, and I'm, I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say, you know, we've been fortunate. Church been, is important to him, by the way. Church we've been great, absolutely it is. We've, we've, been, we've been grateful to avoid injuries and a lot of that's the programming, the coaching, etc. on the so table. That, you know, we've been fortunate, right? And knock on the table, dude. Thing, it's knock on wood, but we don't have well, wood we near. just got a table. There's a wood right there. Um, <clears throat> but one of the reasons I think that you know people do avoid injuries for sure is because they come and warm up. Movement prep, yeah. And the biggest way to risk injury is to not warm up. Hundred percent. So I think that's a pet peeve is arriving late. Um, I have another pet peeve related to that. It's but, not your turn. But I'll pass it on yeah, to you. Thanks. Um, my pet peeve, next one. Using chalk when you don't need to use chalk. Oh yeah. Okay. Like and people use it just as like a rest period and stuff like that. And this isn't that long of one. But I'm amazed at how people think they need to cake their hands up with this shit. And it's like, dude, that's not helping you. You know? And I'm not saying like don't use chalk ever. I use chalk all the time when I'm using, especially on gymnastic stuff. What are you chalking up for on full body sit-ups? What are you chalking up for on, on wall balls and stuff like that? I get you're sweaty. Dry your hands. Dry your hands. When you throw the ball away, wipe your hands, and then boom, catch again. I mean, it's just amazing. Because I think a lot of times it's just a scheduled rest break for people. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, like you're climbing a rope. I get it. Some people need chalk to climb ropes. I don't think I've ever chalked my hands up for a rope climb. Like, yeah. In my life, I think. Maybe when I first started, I did, just because I needed that rest break. Since we've been in Florida, I don't think I've ever chalked my hands up for a rope climb, dude. Now, would you say that, um, does it also annoy you when folks chalk up, but then, like, chalk comes out of the bucket and all over the place? Or yeah. Does that, does that not annoy you, too? Yeah, chalk in the bucket. That just goes back to, like, Rich Froning, Dan Bailey videos that we used to watch when we were coming up in CrossFit. Just like, dude, you always chalk in the bucket. Keep your hands in the bucket. Don't pull the chalk out and fucking clap like LeBron James. You got to just chalk your hands in the bucket, chalk your grips in the bucket, and then move on, dude. You don't have Absolutely. to sprinkle that shit everywhere like we're a bakery. We just got we got to get everything going. I would I would add to that that um, the one thing that a few years ago we worked on a lot when you when 
when I was when I when you were training me real hard with with some stuff and is that premier athletes do not waste their time chalking up over and over again. No. Uh, That's true. Again, it's every second counts and on that level. And I've tried to ask folks to think about that. Like every time you chalk up, dude, that's at least 15 seconds. Depending on how far the bucket is, how long you take. And I guess, you know, the fitter you get, the more you have to understand, like, I can't afford that. Like I have to keep moving. So I remember that as a point when we were training really hard that I got used to, Hey, I don't, I don't get to chalk up. I don't get to chalk up anymore. You know, I started wearing the sweatbands around my wrist that, that helps sweat from coming into my hands. I'll prefer a rag over chalk to wipe my hands off. So I think just think, like, if you're trying to definitely make gains, you got to start thinking about, hey, let me let me leave the chalk. Love let it. me get it on from the beginning, and that's it. Love that, man. Okay. I love that. Back to you, baby. All right, this relates to the previous one that I talked about, arriving late, but it, it more relates to the sense of arriving for training. Oh, and, good and, one. And, and, and that's, I think, this falls under the bucket of attitude. Oh, um, okay, you kind of took a little bit of mine. Keep going. Add on to it. Add on to it. One of the things that I think is important is the demeanor and the energy that you bring when you arrive to train. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, you have to be, you know, an entertainer. You have to be Jimmy Fallon when you come in. You have to be, name your Jimmy, Johnny Carson, whatever, whoever the late night guy is. But You weren't alive for him, dude. I know, but I'm just referencing the presence that you bring when you arrive is important. If you come in with a sourpuss face, just look upset. Maybe you did have a bad day, but dude, guess what, man? There's other people who have bad days too. You know, be a better person. Just put a smile on your face for two seconds, right? Let it go at work or let it go at the house. And leave it there, yeah. Leave, leave it there. there. Leave yeah. it there. And understand like this is a this is a different setting. This is a this is an escape. This is a different setting. Come on in, try and put a smile on your face, try and have energy, bring energy because the energy you bring affects the energy of, of the class and those around you and the coaches, right? If athletes come in with a lot of energy, you know, pumped, how do you think that that affects the demeanor of the coach? The coach gets revitalized. They're like, F yeah, like it is time to freaking train. We are ready to train, you know? And we always we always bring the energy the best we can. We're always in here with yeah, a no smile. Matter, but no matter who's here, even if it, you got the bummer people in there, it, it is so clear when it, when someone comes in with the sourpuss face, um, with an attitude that says, "I don't want to be here." Um, yeah, you got to like just kind of almost ignore the attitude a little bit, not ignore it, we, the person. We, oh, we absolutely, coach. we absolutely, we absolutely ignore the attitude, and we you know we understand there's other you still got to coach on. that person, but the attitude is just like, but, oh my god, I don't know. Like when I when I go to train. Uh, number one, I'm focused. Number two, I'm grateful to be able to be doing it. I'm looking forward to it. Number three, like no matter no matter what I'm leaving to come, and there's been times, dude, I can remember when I was first in the corporate world, I would get freaking screamed at, dude. I did something wrong, and 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 I my boss would just scream at me about stuff, and I had and work sucked that day, and it just I didn't want to be at work. I wanted a different. This was when I was in the corporate world, and I just got corporate to the gym, world. and I'm like, thank thank. Thank God that I'm here and I'm able to be here and I can train and I can improve myself. And, you know, maybe training is, is like on the list of top priorities for you. Maybe it isn't. But at the same time, understand that, you know, attitude's contagious and energy is contagious. And if not for yourself, do it for other people. Put totally. a smile on your face for other people, you know? Did, did I miss anything? Is that? Yeah, I, I want to I wanna kind of branch off and 
I mean, attitude was one of mine, but mine um, vaulted more towards like, and, and if you want to just run on sen- sentence, this, you know, son of a gun is uh, complaining, you know, just we're coming into that hot time of year in Florida. Hey guys, we all live in Florida. We all actively chose to live in Florida. It's going to be hot. You don't have to tell everybody around you. Oh my God, it's so hot out. It's so hot. Can you believe how hot it is? Yeah, we know. Like when we say, hey, how are you doing today? I remember you always used to say it was hilarious. And somebody's answer is, it's hot. It's like, yeah, no shit, dude. No shit, it's hot. We live in Florida. You know, but kind of branching off that, just complaining in general, like, dude, it's contagious. Complaining is a contagious disease that is just affecting. Like if one person starts getting in that mood, and a lot of these people just don't last because it's just not, I don't know, Jake and I try and drown that out and trying to almost like kill you with positivity almost or yeah. just kind of reverse it on you a little bit. Or yeah, those like, people just it don't. It is hot. Oh, shoot, I'm glad, dude. I, I love wish sweating. It was, I wish it was fun. I love hotter, sweating, dude. dude. I, love, I love that feeling. I love this oh, temperature. Um, but I wish we were hotter. Yeah, yeah seriously. Um, but, yeah, a lot of those people that do end up complaining, they either change the attitude, um, continue to complain more so in a joking manner than anything, and they just become known as like, hey, that's the complainer, you know, or they just quit the gym, unfortunately, um, just because our... our you know, our vibes don't match up, I, I, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And that's nothing against them. It's just, we're not, you know, I'm not a complainer. You know, I get on my wife, I get on myself about this. Um, I want to be just known as somebody who's hard worker. And is it hot? Fuck yeah, it's hot. Was it a tough workout? F yeah, it was a tough workout. But I'm going to I'm gonna get through it. I'm going to enjoy the, like you said, the process of getting the opportunity to train. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't have this. You know, they don't have the financial means. They don't have the ability. They don't have the knowledge. So it's it's just like, dude, what are you complaining about? Like, you're paying to be here. Well, I, if I'm paying, I, get, I can complain. I can complain. It's not a big deal. Dude, it is a big deal because everybody's going to start getting bummed. Like Jake said, it's just like, oh, my God, it's contagious. When somebody's bummed, it feels like when the weather's bad, it's like, Jesus, dude. It's like everybody's in a bad mood. All of a sudden, I don't know what it is. So just kind of think presence and attitude, guys. Like in CrossFit, when with coaches, Jake said it, we'll coach anybody. And no matter what their mood is, I'm never going to hold it against you. You had a bad day, you had a bad day, dude. But try and leave it there, like Jake said. I love that. Try and leave the complaining somewhere, the F else. Don't bring it in here. This isn't the place. You're trying to get better. This is a place of, of getting better, mm-hmm. you know? And we want to think about that because – in coaching, like I was trying to get to, sorry, you have to have presence and attitude. I think as a CrossFit athlete or CrossFit gym member, you have to have a presence and attitude about yourself. It's not a code of conduct. I'm not going to make it mandatory. You know, like I said, you have bad days. I get it. Um, but if just think like if roles were reversed, if Jake and I had bad days or we came in with sour pusses on our face and just, you know, acted like dicks, Absolutely. you guys would be emailing, calling, texting to cancel your membership pretty soon if we did that all the time. So just something to be conscious of. Yeah. Something to be conscious of. I covered my main ones. Now we're on the, the, the tier, the bucket lower, the tiered lower. All right. To you, back to you. Um, another pet peeve that I have, I think deals with, um, and again, this is a, this is a, a, a tier lower, but ego. Ooh. Right. Um, I think that, I think the, the best athletes are hungry and are, are humble. 
And I know that's like people say like hungry and humble. That's become like a saying over the past year or two. Oh, awesome. But um, even the Bills, Buffalo Bills. Go but Bills. The, I think the best training athletes are, are hungry to improve and are, are humble. And I think that means that um, they come in with respect of the coach that's leading the class and has wisdom to give. I think that, you know, they're not, they're not talking when the brief's going on because they're taking in information. Like one, something that happens that, again, is a tier lower than the other ones, is that sometimes when we brief, dude, people are having like friggin' side conversations and they're talking about, I don't know. I don't know what they're talking about, dude. But like, and it's common on, on a everyday every basis. Class, literally every class. I just feel like, you know, for us, we put a lot of thought and energy into the brief. And there are like points that we make that if you if you lock in and listen, you will hit the workout better. You will become better prepared to strategize, better prepared on your pacing, better prepared on the stimulus, the rep scheme, the way you break up your sets. If you just listen to what we say, you will gain a lot of insight. And some people are just enthralled with 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 social hour. And like, I get it, dude. There, You know, you can come early, you can stay late, you know, in between stuff you can, but. Or just there's a time and a place, you know? Like, yeah. Like, during, like I, I have no problem with people talking. I love it. You know, I, I try not to get too aggressive when it comes to people, you know, and I'm just spitballing back you. I'm not trying to disagree. No, no, Don't no. Don't get offended. Absolutely, absolutely. I just, like, I get it. People, people love being here, dude. People love being here. And, and there's only, a lot of friends. Yeah, and the only, I get it. The only pushback I, I can say to that is like, that I, I get where you're coming from. It is, it is annoying. And I try and like, like Sue Aho today was hilarious, dude. Like I, I was like, Hey, if you can't do well. And she's like, are you yelling at me? Cause she was talking, talking, yeah. talking, talking. I'm like, no, what's wrong? No. What do you mean? Sue? And she's like, oh, okay, sorry. I, I mean, I'm old enough to be your mother. I don't know why you're yelling at me. And I'm like, mm. I mean, well, you are projecting a little Sue. Were you just talking a bunch and stuff like that? Just joking around with her. Um, but I, I know where you're coming from, but I also know where people are coming from. And I get it, dude. And people are great. Just, people have formed great the only, friendships. And the I only worry it, I have about the briefs is, again, we have like people who don't speak the best English, not being disrespectful by saying that at all. It's just a fact. Um, if you're talking over us, it just becomes tough for everybody to understand the actual scheme of the workout, the yeah. how you're supposed to do the workout. Hey, am I supposed to do one snatch on Monday? I said do one snatch 50 effing times. And I still have people coming up to me like the third round. Well, how many snatches do I do? You do one snatch. You know, you're trying to stay calm and stuff like that. So, and questions I, come in because there are questions that can be answered of if course. you just paid attention to the brief. Yeah, and I'm not again. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to your your point. I know where you're coming from. Just be conscious, like for, for everybody. Like, hey, okay, Jake's briefing, Zach's briefing. Let me just listen. If you're talking, it's dude, four minutes. It's honest. It's like give talk, us the four minutes, and then you can. Well, minor, minor four minutes. Um, but yeah, <laughs> six, I don't whatever. Like I, I feel like we have helpful things to say. That's, I agree with you. Um, yeah, I agree. I like what you said there. It's That's just the only like, pushback I could give. I think people are just like the people that do love coming here kind of to against what we were saying before. They're just so happy to be here and love, like you said, seeing their friends and stuff like that. It's like, Oh, it's been a long day. Like, Hey, let's talk about this, blah, 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 blah. And it could hold off for like 10 minutes, but, um, and Sometimes some folks, I think, I, I think that they think that, well, I, I know, I know everything I need to know about. Yeah. About yeah. That's this. fair too. And, that's fair too. You know, and I'm guilty of that too. Sometimes when you're brief, maybe, maybe, but do you, do you know everything 
you need to know about me personally i'm not saying you i'm asking oh. it hypothetically oh i thought you were asking do me. you need do you know everything you need to know about this mm. you know touche and do you indeed and i guess you know the last thing i'd end with is you know um just respecting the the fact that you know wait till the brief is done before you grab your gear like let's not be doing stuff that is distracting other people wait for the workout to end before you you know peace out or before you start working on you know some it's just um yeah, I don't know how to bucket that all. It was a lot. It, you just gave like three or four there. Okay, go ahead. You go next. You go. No, next. no, it's no problem. I wasn't saying that in a rude way. I, I don't know. Like, I guess these are you just. You kind of gave like, you just. These are like sub tiers. We could have spitballed back and forth and just. Let's spitball. Let's spitball. Wanna, okay, let me do one. And we can go in depth on this one. I feel like you'll want to. Um, one of my pet peeves is people who have been coming to the gym for a while who don't. Uh, it's not that they don't want to improve, but let's just go with that. I feel like they don't want to progress, let's say. Like, why aren't you trying to get stronger? Why aren't you trying to use a higher box, heavier wall ball? Why aren't you coming to clinics to learn how to rope climb? Do wall walks, handstand pushups. Can you do a handstand? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why aren't you coming to the Kipping Clinic? You still haven't bought any grips yet. You've been at this gym for a year. You know? Just, just something to think about. Those are things I think about. Why aren't you trying to get better? Because our goal, like, we're, we're not going to, we're, and, you know, sorry to everybody who's listening who thinks of us, you know, in a certain way. Jake and I are not going to be the best in the world. We're never going to try to be the best in the world, I'd say, at this point, for you especially. Like, um, I don't know, but the one thing we always try and do is improve. Mm-hmm. You know, he's 33, I'm 30 now. A lot younger. Um, I think that we're just looking to really, really get to the point where every year we get we try and get better at that year and be proud. Like, man, I would kick my ass when I was, when I was 22 doing CrossFit, I would kick my ass, man, just from mm-hmm. a mental toughness, mm-hmm. physical toughness standpoint. And I love that, you know, cause everybody used to tell you, oh, I'll wait till you're my age. Wait till you're my age. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. People used to say that when they were like 30, when I, when I was, you know, 22, 23, um, you know, working part-time at CrossFit gym up in, Buffalo and stuff like that. And so it's just a good reminder for me. Always look to get better, man. Absolutely. Improve. Well, I, I don't like doing handstand walks. I personally, and I'm talking about myself, I suck at handstand walks. They're in the workout today. I'm nervous as hell, you know, making me tingle a little bit down under. I like that feeling of I need to get better at this. Don't avoid it. Try and get better. Yeah. You don't like running? Cool. Show up on running days. Show up on running days because you know, hey, running sucks. I hate running too, dude. No, I don't know if anybody... Well, maybe you and Cassie enjoy running, but hmm. just understand, not too many people enjoy running, um, but man, it gets you in shape and you got to do it. If you want to be good at this, got to do it. Absolutely. Any thoughts and, on progression? Well, and it's not only like if you want to be good at this, if you want to get healthier and fitter. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's And, what I meant. you know, it, it can never be like, oh, I'm I'm fit enough here. Like, I'm good at this. Like, this is it. Like, I just want to, like, I, I, I think I'm going to stay at this particular level I'm at. I just, you know, I'm, I'm happy like eating what I need and this offsets what I eat, et cetera. And so I'm like, you have to understand like if you don't keep training and keep pushing yourself, your body like naturally goes the opposite way. Mm-hmm. And people think like, oh, I can, you know, I've, I trained CrossFit for a year. Like I can stop. My body will just maintain the fitness that I've, Wrong. I've gotten. Okay. Try, try not training for three days. Try not training for a week and see what happens. Tell me if you maintain your fitness. Tell me if you maintain your, your fitness level. Tell not, me. Not to pick on my buddy Dalton, um, just one of my good buds. 
Um, I remember he came back after such a long time off, and we were doing the 55 chipper from the open. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this. Like, you were the coaching. 55, yeah. It was, it was, on, it was on a Saturday. The rowing, the There's deadlift. 55 cows, 55 deadlifts, 55 wall balls, 55 handstand push-ups. I don't know if I got the order correct or what. But he had taken a long time off. It was it was probably, like, his first workout back. And I remember, like, in my head, Dalton's, like, just really good at CrossFit. And I'm like, oh, he'll probably, like, do okay. Me and my buddy JD were literally a movement ahead of him plus, you know, and I'm not picking on him. He had so much time off. But I was like, like, that's 55 reps or more yes. ahead of him. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. just to Jake's point, like, you take that time off, long time. Do you take three days off? When I go away for a vacation and I don't work out, it's like, freak. I got to start. Why do I, why am I breathing so heavy? Well, you're pushing yourself first of all, but you've been away from the gym for three weeks absolutely, or three days, you know? So it doesn't matter how long you're away from. If you miss days, dude, and that, that could be another one. Just spitballing. Missing days, dude. Get to the gym. You already mentioned that. Absolutely. Guy. That could sound like consistent. Back to you. Let's just spitball back. All right. Spitball back and forth. Um, quick ones. Uh, number one, you leave before the time cap is up. Uh, you start cleaning your stuff before the time cap is up. People mm. are still working and you're messing around doing something else that's unrelated to the workout. Maybe, you know, it's a workout that doesn't even involve muscle-ups or handstand push-ups or handstand walks and you're, you're like, in the corner. Like Anything that you do um, in that regard disrespects the people who are still training and disrespects uh, the class, in my opinion. Uh, what's your spitball? My spitball is... I said this to you the other day and you were like, what? Um... I've seen people, and this is just super random, so, so people are going to hear this, and if you've done this before, turn them red. People have been in the middle of tough workouts, like new people or people who are like competitive, and they do like a fake yawn. And if you have kids especially, you know what I'm talking about. Like they give you a fake yawn like, oh, this is fucking nothing, man, and like give you a fake yawn as they're getting their ass whooped by somebody next to them. And I'm like, I just kind of like roll my eyes and like, shake my head like okay I, I know it's a tough workout I did the workout I wrote the workout like you don't have to pretend like it's not just because you're you're struggling with it and giving me like this this bullshit fake yawn like I know it's super random but that's one of my pet peeves people have done that more than once as well not to my face they don't like walk up to me like you know nobody's doing that but I just see it like oh you're like around somebody you were competing with and now all of a sudden they're around ahead of you and they're like I mean, I totally could be beating them, but I'm not. I mean, if I just had my, it's like reverse you know, psychology. If I had my coffee, I would be beating you. It's like whatever, dude. Back um, to you. Another spitball. Um, cleaning up for yourself uh, in various ways. That means, that means, if your kids come and they make a mess, you know, making sure they clean it up. Mm-hmm. You, we have people who are really good at that, people, by the way. And people we are have really people good. Who are so good say, about that. People man. are really good, but you know, some kids they eat their you know Nature Valley bars, and there's crumbs <laughs> all over the place, and it's just tough. There's a lot of crumbs, and then people, why are there ants here? And well, let me think about it for a second because I just vacuumed and stuff, but I don't know. There might be crumbs tucked in somewhere else that I can't even see. Nature Valley is such um, a good one. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. That includes cleanliness in the bathroom. And yep. I'm I after you shower, I'm, I'm there's just, water all over the we place. We used to have we used to have an athlete or two would take a shower and the whole entire floor was like a walk puddles. and break my hip. And we had to talk to a couple of athletes about, hey, like, dude, you got to like wipe down the floor after you're done there. And you know, that relates to toilet use and other things, too. And um, I think that's important. Right. Uh, yeah. Back to you. Um, complaining. We don't do 
enough strength work. We've touched on this numerous times. We used to be the gym that programmed strength every single day, man, and we had so many people get hurt. And I think it's a great way for. I wouldn't say so many people get hurt, but we had a lot of people get hurt. But it's just I don't it's, know if you remember our programming. Just, it, our programming just, is better now. Oh, it's it's much better. I think it was still good back then, but we weren't nearly as varied and just structured, in my opinion. And it I was think, structured, but like it was almost too. Uh, well, that was an old school concept that we yeah. kind of grew up with. Yeah, absolutely. You do strength, and then you do a metcon, and now. But I still everyone's think people, gotten, everyone's rethought that. You know, yeah. So that's just something that's still a pet peeve of mine. I, I hear it all the time. We don't yep. do enough lifting. Back to you. Um, what's another pet peeve of mine? Well, we've nipped this in the bud since we're open. It will remain a, a, a high priority for us. Is you know when you come in to do the workout, that's the workout you're doing. Bingo. Um, there's no one in the corner lifting, doing it. You know, we have people drop in and they're like, well, can I lift while everyone's doing? Nope. Sorry. sorry. Um, well, can I just, you know, can I do some handstand walks instead of the prescribed squats and rope climbs that we're doing? Nope. Sorry. Um, the workout that is programmed is the workout that will be done. Period. Love it. Love it. Period. End of story. End of sentence. Back to me. Yep. I, uh, pet peeve. And I don't, I wouldn't say I hate this, but it's like, I don't like when people go heavier in a workout um, to either to like say, I, I feel like sometimes people go heavier in a workout to go slower. If that makes sense. Sometimes mm -hmm. people go a little bit heavier or they use a dumbbell or something like that. And they're using a heavier one and they're like, well, I could be Jake, but I, I mean, I had the 70. I don't know if you guys saw that. I had the 70, everybody, um, you know, this or that. I think sometimes people go heavier in workouts, like telling themselves mentally, like, well, I could have done really well, but mm -hmm. I, I was, you know, I put two and a half on my bar compared to the person who just had, you know, 45s. I had 45s and two and a half. So I don't know if you saw that, um, <laughs> but don't go heavier in a workout, like by only a couple pounds. And then that's the reason you're going slower. You're telling yourself like, Hey, I could have beat that person, but you know, I just, I don't know. I was really feeling it yeah. to go up by use the 70 pound dumbbell instead of the 50. And I got time capped by, you know, 120 reps. That's not, you know, that's not what you're searching for. That's not the stimulus you're searching for, guys. So it, I know those last two were kind of similar for me just on the strength end. But don't don't think those are like excuses. Excuses to go heavier doesn't mean you should be going slower. Mm. If you can't handle the weight. Back to you. Um, another one that's not, it's it's different when I explain it. It's It leads into something deeper. Um, people who split, right, as soon as the class ends, just bounce. And I get it, people have to leave. But it more so goes into the topic that I want to bring up of um, ask, you know, if, if there are things you want coaching on, if there are questions you want to ask, if there are discussions you want to have, if there are things you want to talk about with us, dude, be active in seeking out coaching feedback, right? Love that, yeah. Because we don't know what's going on in your brain. Maybe you want to know more about, um, you know, the, the, the zone diet, the dumbbell snatch, the zone diet. Maybe you're, you want to talk about clean and jerk. Maybe you want to talk about, you know, the way you've transformed your progress. You know, when you want to talk about competing, maybe you want to talk about, Hey, a workout that's come, the workout we did yesterday and why you're feeling sore in a certain area. Like dude, use us, man. Like we are here to help and we want to help. So pick our brains, pick our brains, ask us questions, you know, Ask us, you know, hey, what could I, what could I have done better? How do you see me progressing? What's the next step for me? What should a next goal for me? You know, in six months from now, what do you want to see from, like, where should I be? Like, we love that stuff. I love that stuff, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that'd be kind of a pet peeve there. And it's not really a pet peeve, but it's just a recommendation. I don't want to keep, like, forcing them. No, we can conclude whenever you're ready. I'm... No, I, I got the ones I wanted to say. I guess. the way, I'm thinking. I'm trying to think. 
I guess while you're thinking, if you have anything left, no, I just I just want to highlight that, um, you know, our our folks are freaking awesome. Oh and my god! Every yeah, day dude. I leave, I'm like, again, Man, nobody get offended. Our, by this our stuff. folks are so awesome. We're not I, bitching and moaning. We're just I, saying, like, I, you know, these are things like this my, is almost like a therapy session. for Yeah, us. in my heart, I, I, you know, I, I, I pray a, a prayer of gratefulness because we have we have awesome, awesome athletes and awesome folks that we are proud to call part of our bloodline family, part of our family here, and uh, it, it is true, um, a thousand percent. You know, we do, we do birthday parties and anniversary and all this stuff and celebrations and baby showers and. We are so grateful. The thing to take from this is, you know, again, as mentioned at the start, is um, the pet peeves and just how to think about, hey, how is appropriate etiquette for the gym? That's what I hope to take away. <laughs> right? Well, uh, if you made it past Jake's eight-minute talk about... Uh, dropping the dumbbells. Dropping the dumbbells. I was told how to say it in Spanish, too, but... No. We're my, not doing that again. My brother, my brother might have given me a swear word in there, so I'm not going to repeat it. Yeah. All right. Ladies, gentlemen... If you're not subscribed, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or, you know, just tell your friends. Tell your friends. Again, nobody get offended by this. This was just, like I said, therapy for Jake and I just talking about it. The only thing different is we were recording instead of just talking to ourselves. So, ladies and gentlemen, have a great day. I don't run up a check. Don't know what bitches chase after. All these chains on my neck. I'm not a slave. I own my masters. I got that bread and stack it up.